Welcome to episode 37 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Dave. And this week we'll be discussing episode 6 from season 7, Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs indeed. Worst episode ever. I'll try to stay awake during the podcast. Um, <laughs> like, um, I almost fell asleep during the episode. So It was bad. You know what I mean? Like It, was, it wasn't bad. It, it was wasn't just bad. boring. It was boring. Holy shnikes. I... And people were going to be like, how can you have a podcast about the show and you didn't even like it? I just didn't like this episode. That's all I'm saying. All right? And I, and I don't have to like every episode. You know what I mean? That's my prerogative. And I think that um, the consensus from all of the comments and emails we've gotten oh, was that this is like... They did not. A lot like, of people didn't like this episode. That you could have just missed the episode and not missed anything. Yeah. Because nothing it. happened. I got an email. Dave, why did this episode suck? <laughs> Like, what do I say to that? You know what I mean? Like, really? And then I, then I hadn't watched it yet. So <laughs> I had it on the DVR. And I'm like, oh, no, the episode sucks. I'm like, well, no, I'll watch it. You know what I mean? So I sit down and watch it. And sure enough, it was, it was just boring. I, like, I didn't care a lot. And, like, I, you know, I saw things happen between characters, but I wasn't. It would have been better if they'd shown a rerun this week. Maybe. You know? I don't know. But then they had this one in the queue that just came out next week. No, I mean, you mean just, just like, scrap it like yeah. after they finish putting it all together. Like, no, that's no good. Let's start over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, those those episodes cost too much money to put together. They're not starting over. But then I couldn't. I was sitting here talking to Alicia on the couch, right? And I'm like, we have to do this podcast, and we have to like discuss why this wasn't very good. Like, how do I put that into words? You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be rude for me to be like, oh, this episode sucked. Duh, you know. The most eventful thing of the whole episode, I guess, was Luke saving Kirk and Lulu's relationship. Kirk and Lulu didn't break up this episode because Luke saved the day, you know? And that was like... And and I think the only reason that whole scene was even good was because of Kirk. I mean, he comes in, and Sean Gunn comes in and, like, saves the day for that scene He was like, you want to go have a cold one? Yeah, he was like... What did he say? He was like... Oh, bird said, dogs and chicas. Yeah, bird dogs and chicas, which just means to look out for, you know, hot chicks. So. You can be the goose to my maverick. Or- yeah, and then he started singing uh, that song from the movie. That's yeah. a acapella. And then acapella, is the acapella happened uh, at Yale. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucked, too. So So the only thing I could think of as for why this episode didn't strike a chord with a lot of the fans of the show is because... They're they're slowly changing the format, and if you want to go back, like any any of the podcasts we did, like pre episode or pre like, season seven, yeah, like anything that we talked about, or like listen to some of our first episodes. I mean, they're not all that great audio quality wise, but maybe go back and listen to them for archival purposes. And we talk about why we love the show, and one of the, one of the things I mentioned was. That it's it is true to life as TV's ever going to get. You know it's what I mean? It's not like your Seventh Heaven or Full House where they present the conflict at the beginning and, you know, people react to it and then it's all fixed and everybody's happy again by the end of the hour. Right. T- TV shows, traditional ones, uh, have a flow of what they call exposition, complication, climax, and resolution. Okay? So it's a, it's like a perfect formula to make a sitcom, to make a drama, to do anything, okay? So take any of the subplot lines that were in this episode, okay? Let's take, let's take Rory's uh, uh, parents' day, okay? First, they're sitting at uh, the table, and she's, Lorelai's going through her mail, okay? And she, uh, Chris runs across this letter explaining to the parents that parents' week is coming up. That's exposition, okay? That's when they set it up. Like, you know, this is the beginning of a plot line here. They're, 
talking about Parents' Day and how it's kind of whack and only, you know, loser parents go and the kids don't like their parents coming. And they, so they, they set it up, right? And then uh, they, they, they decide to go. Well, the complication comes in when they're at brunch and they run into the grandparents. Who have gone every year posing as Rory Gilmore's parents. Right. And, you know, so then then that's... Well, that's part of it. And then the other part was Christopher's around all the other dads who are like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, they're in Yale now. We don't have to get up at 5 a.m. and take them to hockey practice or help them study for their SATs. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he did none of that stuff. So that's like the other part of the conflict. Right. And so for for Lorelai, that that was sort of her climax for that plot line, okay? And uh, another thing that happens is that there's a setback. For the protagonist, in that case, it's it's Lorelai, and hers is meeting the grand or her parents and Roy's grandparents. Okay, for Chris, it's meeting the 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 dads and realizing that he hadn't helped out with Rory's uh, upbringing or you know development in any way, shape, or form. Helping her get into Yale. Right, and then Rory's climax is when they're all at lunch that Christopher took them out to, and. They're all drinking and a little tipsy, and something happens at the school, you know, some protesters or whatever, and they've got to react to that quickly. That's the climax. Because it's the newspaper staff, and right. they have to, they're putting out an edition of the paper that yeah. weekend, and they have to update it for that. Plus the fact that her dad did not know that none of those people are really, her, besides Paris, are really her yeah, friends. that was some good detail. Like, it, it, he was sort of showing his ass there because... He, he was, was like, oh, yeah, we'll go skiing. Yeah, and they're start, trying to be all buddy-buddy, but he didn't realize that, they're, that Rory's their boss, and they don't hang out together necessarily. Lorelai realized that, but not Christopher. And then, then there's the resolution. All of these different things and conflicts between the characters got settled by the, by the end of the credits. Yeah. By the end of the episode. So it's like, okay, it happens, and then it's over. And they bring donuts and coffee to the paper. Christopher apologizes. Rory gets, smiling. Rory gets back at them by making them go to dinner with the, the ha, grandparents. Ha, ha. I mean, I half expected it to, like, what was that? What, was, what were the cleavers? What was that, the, the show where, like, the end scene, everybody would just freeze <laughs> in, like a, like, a little, like, a little moment, and then they'd start rolling the credits. You know what I mean? Or playing some kind of soft music, you know? Oh, the, the music's another thing. The music used to come in at, like, really, uh, you know, unexpected times or would like slowly come in now it's sort of like uh i don't know it's just different i, they, I gotta look at the credits they don't play the lalas they don't play as many of the lalas and when they when they do it's like i don't know it just it doesn't sound seem right i'm gonna look at the credits they must have they changed to, the person that did the music they used to play lalas like on the beginning of almost every scene right yeah they were the okay. cues for each scene yeah. was, was, was some sort of a lala from uh sam phillips or anybody else you know one of the other people that had to do those like now, the only time they played was like when the, be- the beginning of the episode where Luke punched Christopher. Like they that pl- played yeah. then, and that was like the one where you knew something was going to happen, something was going down. And like, I really don't recall many other times this whole season that they've played that. Not that every episode's been like this, but this episode was exceptionally boring, and <laughs> this is why. This is the reason that we've always liked Gilmore Girls is because it wasn't like your normal show. That had all of these things and the denouement where everything was resolved at the end. Right. You know. Well, that's a good, that's a fancy word. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> I've been studying up for Boggle, like Lane. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, in past seasons, if Rory was mad at Christopher because of this, it would get resolved a couple episodes down or it would build up to something else. Or, 
you know, Luke in the swimming coach not liking her, well, he wouldn't tell her or he wouldn't blow it off in the same episode. You would see him go to swim class one episode, then go out to eat another one, and then tell April, oh, I don't really like her. Right. It wouldn't be a one episode. Maybe it would be a three or four episode thing. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's more true to life because when you have interpersonal relationships with people, you don't get to resolve uh, problems that you have with them or, you know, stuff like that within 24-hour period or two-day period, which is what they're making it look like on the show is over two days. But in for us, it's one episode. Or the thing with Suki and getting vegetables from a different supplier. You know, she would have gotten them the first episode, made the Ratatouille, gotten famous because of the Ratatouille down the road, and then explained yeah. to Jackson in like four episodes, oh, these aren't your vegetables. That's why it's so popular. Right, that have been you good. Know? But then- like it all happened in one episode. And then that's it, and it's done. And it's like, it was like the Suki scenes, the Luke scenes, the Lorelai, Christopher, Rory scenes. And it's like three separate shows almost. Right. And where, where do any of them overlap? No, they used to all like... Intertwine. Come around full circle. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, even though Scrubs is a sitcom, I really like Scrubs because, like, the that things style, that happen yes. between the different characters, it always comes around full circle at the end, and it all connects. Right. And this, it doesn't connect at all. It used to, though. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's it's apparent that the, the writing has changed more so in this episode than some of the other ones. And we know that there's been a lot of um, criticism so far this season, and there's, you know, the article and the New York was it the New York Times? Yeah, and, one of our fans emailed that in. Yeah, I got a couple of emails with that link. Um, thank you guys for sending that in, by the way. And I was reading it, and at first I was like, no, it's not that bad. And then watching this episode, I'm like, yeah. This is like was the, the, the kicker for me. It was mm-hmm. like, wow, it really has changed. But I don't so. want to be completely negative. I mean, they might. this might just be the one, you know, a bad episode. I and mean, It could turn around, you know what I mean? I'm not declaring that this show's jumped the shark yet, but it's... You know, I'm not. I'm also not like uh, such a Gilmore Girl fanboy that I'm gonna only find the positive stuff in the show. I mean, we're we're gonna try and be realistic. You know what I mean? And and uh, tell you guys what we think. So that's that's what we thought about this episode. I don't know. You want to you want to talk about any of the other plot lines that we had through this one? Well, I'm kind of glad that I just want to throw this out there. I'm glad that they didn't waste a Logan scene in this episode since he only is contracted for so many that he wasn't in the sucky episode, you know, cause then that would have like wasted his time. And I don't know if that, I don't even know if having Logan in this episode would have made it much better because of the way the whole episode I, went. And I can't believe I said that, but seriously, yeah, I don't, I don't see how Logan would have helped. Anyway. So, um, I don't really know what they could have done with this episode, except <laughs> throw it out, you know, it was just, I think they're just building up until the climax. I assume that Sweeps Week is next week or this coming week. So they're going to do the proposal. The yeah. The proposal. So I guess that they, you know, need something to build up to that. So they used all their energy for that episode. But um, I think we pretty much covered everything. We talked about Suki a little bit. We talked about Luke. We talked about mm-hmm. Yale. Yeah. And then the previews that was on on the CW website, it was the, uh, the opening. It was the whole opening that was the preview. Right. So we talked about that last week. You don't really need to talk about that again. Good point. Um, what, do you, what do you think about, uh, just to keep the conversation going, what do you think about the about the grandparents showing up for Parents' Day versus the parents? Do you, I really thought that Lorelai was sort of out of line to be – offended with that you know what i mean you know, like it, she knows she knows deep down in her heart that that is not something she's into is that kind of thing she she protested with christopher at the kitchen table so to go there and find emily there i don't i don't see why she was so upset 
especially because this was already done at Chilton. I was watching a rerun on ABC Family the other day, and um, at Friday night dinner, Emily was gloating because she'd read the Chilton newsletter, and Lorelai Hatton, and Parents' Day was the next Wednesday, and Lorelai was like, oh, we'll talk about it next week after I've read the newsletter, and Emily was like, oh, well, Parents' Day is Wednesday, you'll have missed it if we talk about it then, and Lorelai was trying to get out of it, partially because it's when she was dating Max Medina, mm-hmm. and didn't, or breaking it off with him, that was the episode where they kind of broke up or whatever. Right. So it's kind of been done before. So the plot line they already went <laughs> yeah. through? Yeah. They just, they just moved uh, Chilton to Yale? Uh-huh. Where Lorelai doesn't read her mail, and she didn't know about Parents' Day, and Emily does, and was going. So, and, so what you're saying is, like, I could be a writer on the show if I just watch old episodes? And I think that, I think Lorelai even did say, I'm the parent, I'm going to go, you're not the parent, or something like that. Because huh. Emily was going to go. And the same situation, she, Emily was paying for Chilton, like she used to pay for Yale, so she felt more obligated to go. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think she was going to pose as Rory's mom there. That was pretty funny to me, was that the guy was like, oh, I just talked to your <laughs> wife over here, Mrs. Talking Gilmore. Chris- yeah, talking to Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the funniest thing, was Emily pretending to be Rory Gilmore's mom, because everyone was like, oh, you're Rory Gilmore's parents? Like, she was really famous. Right. So that was cute. But, yeah, that's kind of been done before, so... Hmm. I don't know. I thought I thought April was cute in this episode. Yeah, she's really keeping the keeping the energy in the in the show. I like that. You know, she's like a young Rory. Like if we got to see Rory at you know thirteen, right. that's how it would have been. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more energetic because Rory's sort of meek and shy. Or, well, she was. Yeah. back then. So. But just I don't know. I like she her. rolling her eyes at her dad for her, being overprotective and or getting whatever. her getting her a babysitter. Yeah, <laughs> Lane came over to play games and stuff. And but watch since her. Lane's pregnant, she's like tired a lot. Yeah, and, and getting you know like she passed out. And <laughs> <laughs> so that was cute, but that was cool. So we can fill this uh, the rest of this episode with voicemails. That's true. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to the spoilers for next week. Yeah. Our first voicemail comes from Jess in Maine, so here it is. Hi, this is Jess from Maine. I'm a big fan of your podcast, and I was curious about um, kind of how you guys met and what the whole backstory is on that. Maybe you've said it in a previous podcast. I'm a pretty recent listener. They haven't gone all the way back yet, but I love the podcast. And also, I've been watching a lot of the older seasons again, and general thoughts, I'm a little frustrated with Laura, because especially when she was going out, um, with Digger, and she wouldn't tell her parents. She just seems a little immature at times, and I'm really hoping for her to mature more, especially now that she's dating Chris. I want that to work out. Anyway, thanks for the podcast. Keep it up. Wow, Jess, I completely forgot about Digger. I really did. Um, whether whether she, whether Lorelai is going to be more mature this season and get with Christopher, I don't know. I mean, I as much as I like Lorelai and Luke, you know what I mean. I also want to see her, you know get together with Chris. I mean, I'm not really too uh, opinionated one way or the other. How about you, Alicia? Um, It's really not interesting anymore. Yeah, but they could do interesting it's not, stuff. You I mean, know. right now, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. It's like a moot point with me. I'm not, it's not dramatic enough right now for me to, like, really care one way or I another. See. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm feeling, I feel impartial you also. You don't see Luke and Lorelai, like, interact right now and mm-hmm. it be, you know, stressful. You just see them both kind of moving on. So it's not like they're missing each other like when they broke up in season five and you saw her going into the other bakery to get coffee because right. she was avoiding Luke's. You just 
I don't know. It's just like they because they skipped the like the morning period of their relationship. That was the six week jump, yes. and it went straight into her relationship with with Chris. The only time they've even mentioned it was when she wouldn't go to the town meeting. Do you, Do you think that as a viewer we needed to see her mourn for him to, for it to be more natural? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, she didn't cry really, except for like eating ice cream at the very end, the way she did the first time they broke up, right. where she couldn't get out of bed and couldn't function. Right. Right. You know, so I don't know. I just think that if because it doesn't look like she misses them together, I don't miss them together. But I'm also not excited about her and Christopher. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I like them together, but then times when I remember, oh, yeah, Chris wasn't around when Rory was growing up. I'm mm-hmm. like, then how come she's with him, you know, if he was like that all that time? Sure. And I know she's the one that didn't want to get married when they were 16, and I understand that, but... You know, of the years before even the show was on, when Rory was ages 0 through 15 or 16, and before they introduced Christopher into Gilmore Girls, he wasn't around that much from what they talk about. And, you know, how do you forgive and forget that? Sure, you can. I mean, people I know she said that people change and all that, but it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Sure. I think they're funny together and have fun together, but as far as being married, I don't know. Hmm. Ah. Well, and also, Jess, speaking of being married, uh, you asked how me and Alicia had met. And there's also a couple of comments on the website wondering that, too. Yeah, so, so if, I was, if, I, if I grew up in Arizona and Alicia grew up in Tennessee, how did we meet and end up in Indiana? The internet. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, quick, the, the quick version of that is as soon as I was old enough, I joined the Army and then... Uh, he got stationed where I was going to college. Yes, there's a special ops uh, outfit that's in near where she was going to college, and that's where I worked. And uh, there's longer stories to how we actually met, but that's that's the short version. And then that's we, how we ended up in the same location. Yes, and then uh, after I got out of the military, which I'm out now, uh, I got a, I took a job that brought me to Fort Wayne, Indiana. So that's where we podcast from. And we will be married five years next month. So, I know. and we're twenty-five. So you do the math. <laughs> seems like we've only been married for like a year. Um. Yeah. No, it really seems like we've been married so much longer. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> be nice. I'm just teasing. Okay. So that's a little bit about us. Hope we didn't bore you too much with our details. But thanks for asking, Jess. All right. And the next voicemail we have is from Molly in Rhode Island. Hi, Gilmore Girls Podcast. This is Molly from Rhode Island, and I was just calling to say that I don't like the Aerials as much as you don't, and um, this past week's commercial was so pointless. This one girl, she was talking about, uh, I guess, Christopher and Lorelai and their relationship, and it just pans around the other girls, and they put in thought bubbles, and they're like, Luke and Lorelai, Lorelai and Chris, me and Chris. Or, like, me and Luke, and it was so pointless. And I'm glad that you got to miss it because it was so pointless. So I just called to say that, and I love your podcast. Bye. Molly, I concur. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to watch it because we were headed on the DVR, but I got so many emails about how dumb the recent area It was like they were making was. fun of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, they knew that, no, they're not interesting, so they had to show, like, the girls not being interested in each other by having the little thought bubbles. And then there were stupid thought bubbles, especially the one that was like, Luke and me. 
So I don't I don't know if it was a comment on the website. Uh, I've gotten or a couple people different different. But people they were say like, it. Luke's like my dad's age, and that girl's my age, so yeah. that's weird. And they're like, Luke's balding. You could see that in the swim scenes. <laughs> but there's also the crazy internet people that like do the pictures that uh, try to make uh, Rory and Luke. Uh, no, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Uh, so uh. it's not. I don't know. It's not completely new. I wouldn't say it's not crazy because it is crazy <laughs> and it's wrong. But it's not a new concept right. to think of like you and Luke. If people are thinking of Rory and Luke, so uh, yeah, but it shouldn't be in a commercial for you know underwear. Anyways, <laughs> that's what they are, isn't it? Um, no, it's thought, American Eagle. Not yeah, but I, but, but I thought that the airy thing is like a new line of like uh, pajama clothes know, and stuff that they have. I'm too old to go to American Eagle, so I really don't know. Oh, you're, you're too old for that, huh? You're all well, about the banana and... Well, I can't wear that stuff to work, and Good like point. the sizes are all skewed, so yeah, hmm. can't wear it anymore. Okay, well, on to, on to our next voicemail. This one's from Catherine. Hi, my name is Catherine, and I'm calling from California. Um, I know you guys like to learn little factual stuff about the show, and so I just thought you might be interested to know that what I just figured out is a couple of the show's names have been picked off of Frank Sinatra songs. For example, I Get a Sidekick Out of You was off of the Frank Sinatra song, I Get a Kick Out of You, and um, That's What You Get Folks for Making Whoopi was off of Frank Sinatra song, Making Whoopi. So I just thought you might be interested in knowing that because I know you guys like to do your research. Um, otherwise, love the show and keep up the great work. All right, bye. So Frank Sinatra songs, huh, Catherine? That's pretty cool. I like Frank Sinatra. He's up there with like, you know, no, he's not up there with Paul Inca. Never mind, I take that back. I think he's above Paul Inca. Yeah, quite a bit. I was just thinking that whole like, you know, kind of lounge singer kind of thing. Uh, Frank Sinatra was like... I guess like Justin Timberlake of today. You know what really? I mean? Yeah. He I'm was not, a heartthrob. I really don't know. I'm just pretending like I do for the podcast. Yeah, we know you don't. Uh-huh. He was like Elvis Presley, but, you know, a few years earlier. Hmm. That right. popular. But I do, I like so Like my friend. grandma was hot for him. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, Yeah. That's kind of weird to say now. Well, I'm just trying to explain to you. Oh, okay. Like Emily Gilmore probably was. Oh, me. totally. I get it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, but I dig some of Frank's work, so that's cool. And obviously someone in the show is a fan, so they, you know, link those together. And that was about the time when uh, they were changing, right? or they were like half uh, the writers. They were like slowly working uh, the Paladinos out for some of the episodes, so must be one of the new people. So before we get on to the spoilers, just wanted to say, for those of you who don't want to listen to spoilers, if you have any questions or concerns about the show, feel free to email us. My email address is alicia at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A. Or you can email Dave at dave at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. Or you can leave a comment on our website at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. Wow, you're really hitting them all up. Yep. Oh, oh, and we just listened to voicemails. How do people voicemail us? They can send us an audio, which there's a link to that on gilmoregirlspodcast.com. <laughs> Or they can call us, and our phone number is on GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. Oh, yeah, there's a little phone on the right side. Uh-huh. So just click on that. But in case you're too lazy to do that, our phone number is 260-918-0459. Very cool. So now we're on to spoilers. And that's what that music means. So if you don't like spoilers, please turn off your iPod or whatever media device you're using to listen to us right now. Yeah, Peace out, homies. Thanks for listening. 
And for those of you who love being spoiled like me, thanks for staying <laughs> tuned in. You can be spoiled sometimes. Hey. Oh, that's different. You meant something different. How rude. <laughs> Anyways, so if you didn't figure out from the previews... <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't get it from the previews or the title of the next episode... It's not even the title. Oh, the title was... of the next episode is French Twist. Oh, but the commercial or the previews is like... The Proposal. The proposal. Well, you don't know what her answer is. Okay, so they're going. Lorelai and Christopher go to Paris to take Gigi to see Sherry. And then they spend romantic time there, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm so happy. And he's like, Me too. And he was like, You know how I'd wait forever for you? Well, I don't want to wait. Oh. But he he would wait forever, but he doesn't want to. (laughs) Yeah. So I think he proposes to her. And. Uh, You don't think he says it in the previews, at least. Uh huh. And. I do believe they elope hmm. because they, it says they come back with a surprise for everybody. And what could that be? An uh, elopement. What if the surprise is, hey, we're going to get married? No. No? Mm-mm. All right. Pretty sure they elope. You know best. I can't. And they've said there's a wedding this season mm-hmm. and all signs point to them eloping. Yeah. And when they say there's a wedding this season, they probably mean like Kirk and Lulu. Just to piss us off. Okay, but I believe that they elope, <laughs> so if they don't, then I'm wrong, but pretty sure that's what the spoilers are saying. All right. The signs are all pointing to eloping. Gotcha. Luke, Lorelai and Christopher. I almost said Luke and Lorelai. <laughs> you guys wish. So, um, in the meantime, Rory has to step down as editor-in-chief because her time is up. I believe, like we saw last year, Paris took over in the spring because, like, Doyle, you know, ended in the fall so of his senior year. So, same thing with Rory. I guess you, the last semester of your senior year, you don't do it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a term. You know? Yeah. So, she's now kind of uncertain about her future because all her time was spent either studying or at the paper. And she doesn't really have any friends because Logan and his crew are gone. So... Hmm. She hangs out again with her new friends. artsy, fartsy friends. Lucy and Olivia. Lucy and Olivia. So they hang out, and then Rory finds out that Lucy's new boyfriend is Marty. Yes, all of you Marty fans, I hope you're happy. (laughs) He's back. Woohoo. They're bringing sexy back. No, he's not sexy. What? Marty's not sexy? No. I don't know. I'm a guy. Yes, don't even say that. I was just trying to find a Justin Timberlake plug. That's all I'm trying to do. Marty's not sexy. He's just nice. He's a nice friend. Dude, nice guys always finish last. And Rory doesn't need a guy where she she can boss around all the time, so that's why I don't think Marty's good for her. But anyway, Marty pretends like he doesn't even know her. What? Yeah. What? Wait, like on purpose? Uh Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah, on purpose. How do you pretend (laughs) not on purpose? Wait, I don't know. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm back. I'm back to trying to sound smart for the podcast. Well, stop. Okay. <laughs> you just sit there and look pretty. Mm, but that doesn't work so well for radio. It does for me when you sound stupid sometimes. Okay, we'll get to you. You don't sound stupid. You're just being a dork. Okay, we'll go ahead. So yeah, he doesn't um, seem to know her. Hmm. But she knows he's faking it because they used to hang out all the time. Right. Before her and Logan got together, so. Hmm. So that's what's going to happen next week in episode 7 of season 7, French Twist. And that's all the info I have. Well, I can't wait. I really hope this next episode's a good one. It better not suck. <laughs> <laughs> we might be ending the podcast early. Like, no. 
No, I think it's going to be pretty good, but we already know what's going to happen, so I don't think it'll be that surprising. Unless, like, they're making us think they're going to elope, and then they end up breaking up, and she runs back to Luke, you know. That could happen. But they could be some foilers, which yeah. are fake spoilers. Oh. Wow, that's a cool little term. Foilers, yeah. huh? Uh-huh. And we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll never throw out foilers, will we? We're not, like, not we're unless, not, in bed with not unless I was misinformed. Right, but then that's just that's just the rare occasion where we got bad intel. But this intel was from the CW. <laughs> that's so- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe never try and steer you wrong. What? Grey's Anatomy does that all the time. Oh, right. <laughs> so they trick you. Huh? Yeah, they like have the actors say makeup stuff. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because I've, they- I've heard of like shows recording like three or four endings. Yeah. That way, like somebody can't give out the. Remember finale? Veronica Mars did that? They had an alternate ending. Oh, that's right. Where it looked like. Where she saw her mom killing Meg. Mm-hmm. So, it could happen, David. Crazy. Neptune Pirate Radio. <laughs> so, um, like I said, the elopement itself did not come from the CW, but pretty sure that's what's going to happen. So, anyways, that's all we have for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was better than the actual episode of Gilmore Girls this week. Don't. Or at least not any worse. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Hope we kept you interested the whole time. So yeah. thanks for listening and have a great week. <laughs>